0: Welcome to our co-hosted podcast. I'm Chuck Marple here with my co-host Karen E. How are you doing Karen on this week before Thanksgiving?
1: I am doing well. I'm unclear when we got this far into the year. It seems like this year's (laughs) flown by and I can't believe we're already looking at Thanksgiving and the holiday season. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: October went slow but November's flying by. Yeah. So there's so much going on throughout the nation and the world. Well, let's start with the antics of the Republicans in Congress. Former Speaker McCarthy puts an elbow into the kidney areas of Tennessee Representative Burchette while Burchette was being interviewed. McCarthy denied it, but the camera does not lie.
1: <sighs> they keep trying to, to do things like that, you know, like from Trump saying, I didn't say that to... Lauren Boebert saying, I didn't behave that way at the theater. There's cameras, everybody. This is 2023.
0: Yeah, you can't get away with anything. No. I guess I guess McCarthy has been kind of a bully in the past, and I think that's part of the reasons. Unfortunately, the major, major person to go against him is Matt Gates, who is no sane either. We could go talk, just talk a, a whole thing about the, the crazies in, in the House of Representatives. But- it's going on. It's going on into the, what's called the most deliberative body in the entire world, the U.S. Senate, where former mixed martial arts champion Oklahoma Senator Mullen challenges Teamster President Sean O'Brien to a fight on the Senate floor over tweets that, that, that the uh, Teamster leader had written like months ago in some cases. So, you know, a, it's just as amazing. That they, when the committee chairman Bernie Sanders, reprimanded the Oklahoma senator, reminding him of the decorum of the Senate.
1: It, but it shouldn't be a surprise. Like, no. I I mean, I, I see this stuff and I roll my eyes. Like, it's no different than the antics we've been seeing for the last what seven ish years now. It's like children in the schoolyard, like. You don't want you don't want your children to see this behavior between adults.
0: Yeah, it, it is crazy, but you know, there hasn't been um, uh, when the Republicans have controlled any of it in the, in my in the in particularly in this century, controlled the House of Representatives, and to some extent the Senate, but certainly the House of Representatives. Not much was has been accomplished. It seems like they have no idea how to govern. They just know how to fight with the Democrats, fight with the media and fight now, fight with each other, literally fighting with each other. It's, 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 it's really gotten so that how could they be ever trusted with real power?
1: It, it, it's They get elected because people like their points of view. They like the opinions they have on various things. And I think we've gotten into this bad habit of expecting bad behavior from politicians. And so we don't hold them accountable when we vote for them. You know, people like people like like there's this this like machismo thing that's been going on. And I mean that includes Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene as well, where, you know, people like Trump because they look at him as being tough. And I think that people somehow think that being loud and obnoxious and not taking no for an answer and confronting children over school shootings that they claim happened. Like that, those behaviors somehow make average Americans that have no power feel like they're voting for somebody that has power.
0: Yes. And, you know, it, it's interesting that they like to use the uh, a, a very interesting word. I don't know if it's even used as much as it was to be, to call, um, People on the left, particularly people in this so-called woke thing, they like to call them snowflakes. But I'll tell you, the greatest snowflake out there is Trump himself, because he's always the victim for everything. No matter what it is, no matter what happens, I'm the victim. And he says, I'm taking it for you, for for his supporters. When they have absolutely nothing in common except thinking they're a victim, that that, that things are changing and they're going to lose power because it's always a sum game. Somebody has to win and somebody lose, has to lose. That's what, what's going on with the Republican Congress, too, that they've got, they feel they have to get something. And if they agree to do something bipartisan, oh, this is horrible. I mean, they talk about the giving a pass to, uh, to the current speaker because he's so new, but they're just waiting, salivating to see what happens next. Whether he can survive when they try and save uh, it in, in January and February, I don't know. Because he's going to, to to get anything out of there, he's going to have to have Democrats democratic support too, because he can't trust that.
1: Right, and you know, and the House we're we're heading into election season for them, and you know, I don't know, they've got to do the things that they think they need to do for their base, but. Swing voters aren't going to go for that. You know, Lauren Boebert in particular is very vulnerable this next time around. And people are fed up with her. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, I I haven't seen, like, I know, I think I read yesterday, there's at least four primary challengers for Lauren Lauren Boebert to tackle. That's not going to bode well for her. Uh, No. And I, I don't know... I don't know about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'd like to see her go, but I'm not sure And her. She moved to a, a very small, rural, traditionally uneducated district. And I think it, it will be hard for somebody to beat her.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be something, but the, the interesting thing, once again, you know, I'm going, I mean, I'm in there for you, but the thing is she has done not one iota for her constituents either in her district or in the state of Georgia or in the nation. All she has been is she's a knocker. She, she knocks everything that goes on and then, then uh, you know, but she can't take it when it comes back on her. It, yeah. it is crazy times, times in, in Congress. But again, uh, if they were traditional Republicans, they could accomplish something because they realize that you really have to work together, particularly when you have such a small majority. Yeah, you can put a speaker and then they can control some things. But the truth of the matter is, I will be surprised, very much surprised, if the Republicans can hold, hold the House of Representatives because of their antics and, yeah. and showing out there. I'll be surprised. Unfortunately, I do worry about the Senate. Uh, the Senate could very well be 50-50 split again for the last, uh, for, for, uh, till through election season. And I, or after the election, and, and who knows. It's sad, and before I, we, we get on to the next one, which is going to be part of who we're talking about now, it's sort of sad when you look at it that uh, the two people that are likely to be running against each other are an 80-year-old and a 77-year-old.
1: <laughs>
0: it is really, really crazy. Uh, and I just wish there was some alternative the, the sad yeah. thing is that with the two of them, to me there isn't any reasonable uh, alternative other than go with, with the current president to serve the next term. And we're, and we're next going to look at the other, the alternative. the alternative that, that is, is, is so beyond scary because we know what he tried in his fir- in his last term. if he gets this term, knowing that, he's likely not be able to serve any more time, despite I think they'll probably try. Uh, he's going to have what he considers unlimited power. You know, as a historian, I've seen how history can unfortunately repeat itself. Napoleon and Hitler were both defeated in Russia by the winner and the size of the country. Hitler and Mussolini came to power, too, by vilifying their opponents. And interestingly enough, the the opponents for Hitler, of course, many of them, were the Jews to, to say that they were less than human and so on. And we've, we're going through that anti-Semitism right now in this country and others. I mean, to the point that there, are, I read that there are young people on TikTok who who are supportive of, of, of what Osama bin Laden was doing. I mean, I, it blows my mind, it really does. But they, they came to power calling the people less than human. And now the mega hero, Trump, is doing the same thing to those who oppose him, calling them Marxists, fascists, and other choice names, including vermin, to dehumanize him. His plan for that second term is scary and resembles those dictators.
1: There's a lot of policies and a lot of things that he'll have to override that the systems in place, I hope, can stick it out. You know, there's so many codes and unions and all of that kind of stuff that I'm just hopeful if it worst case happens, if he gets into the presidency, that he can't, you know, transform the federal government the way that he would like to.
0: Well, one of the first things he's talking about about doing is eliminating civil service for those employees. So they will will suddenly become at-will employees out to be fired for whatever floats their boats of the people and people in charge.
1: And I think the unions that support the federal employees will be staunchly against that. I do think there are times when you'd like to get a civilian employee bumped out and you can't. I think that's terrible. But at the same time, I can recognize that, you know, protections are important for federal employees.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, many years ago, I was not a big unionist, but and as time went on, um, I saw the benefits of it, and I, I was recipient of the benefits of it uh, being uh, in the school system and being union, and in fact, being an officer. One time, I was a building president at a high school. So I, I see that, the, the importance, and the reality is the history of unions have given us five-day, 40-hour 40 day, 40 work weeks vacation sick time all kinds of other benefits pensions they gave us but they that got lost because of the the little loophole in a law that they came out in the 18 in the 1980s that allowed companies to get away with having 401k programs uh, instead of a pension and all now it's put back onto the employee but overall unions have been good for for this country uh, and it's good to be strong I also don't think the supreme court will will go along with a lot of those kinds of things supreme court some of those justices have shown they are not as conservative acting as they started out or as they were expected to be
1: like kavanaugh and amy coney barrett i think i saw a thing florida had um appealed to the supreme court over the drag show ban um and the Supreme court, they wanted to, they wanted relief from the injun, the current injunction and the Supreme court was like, nah. Yeah. So I Uh, mean, that like, I think may be more of a procedural thing than uh, like a belief system thing for those for Kavanaugh and Amy, ACB, just easier to say that, Uh, but still, I, I can appreciate them working on the merits of procedural things. Because that's how yeah. they're supposed
0: to do this. Yeah, they're not supposed to be setting as, uh, setting policies as much as as they've tried to set them on there. But you still had you still had Alito and Thomas, who really to me are, have shown a level of potential corruptness that I don't like. And of course, uh, you had Gorsuch, who is the most conservative of of, of those newer appoint, appointees I've seen as much as I was against him, uh, Kevin oh, has shown a little bit, you know, I like beer, man. Um, has shown a little bit of, of, uh, of independence of, of the super conservatism. And, uh, and Barrett has just been surprising at times. I thought she'd yeah. be a, a lot more conservative, but we'll, we we'll see how it works out and all these other kinds of things. But I do worry I, I, about a lot of things because the first thing, uh, that he did before, that the, the former president did before, was put people in charge of cabinet positions who were the antithesis of the departments they headed, particularly department, uh, uh, you know, environmental things. Uh, they were people that had sued the EPA, being the head of the EPA. That certainly doesn't, doesn't get me. Uh, and the, and the, he has no concern about what's going to happen in the future environmentally.
1: But I mean, it, 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 ha- as I say, he has no concern about anything in the future. He's very right. much like right now, I mean, uh, his diet is a complete, is an indication of that he eats like a teenager and he's not, he's not got the body or the, you know, the, the ability at his age to eat the way that he does and just yeah. not care about the consequences. Like I, well, I don't, I don't know that he'll survive another presidency. I don't think he's the paragon of health that he claims he is. He doesn't appear to be.
0: I agree with you. I think that of the two of them, certainly uh President Biden looks healthier, and his and they want to say, well, he makes missteps and everything, but you know. They're starting to show how many missteps the former president made too, and there were there are a lot of them. More than once, he's talked about running against Obama.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, you no, know, I think there's a lot of people out there who would love to see him be running against Obama.
1: Yeah, but, but he, he can't run. <laughs>
0: he, he can't. He can't run, and I don't think Michelle will do it. Would would be willing to do it? I, I do see an up and coming person uh, from Massachusetts. Representative auction Cloth I've heard him speak several times, and he's just at the, quarter, the, the, the cusp of being old enough, but he doesn't have uh, the knowledge. But it may be the, maybe during this, this um, election cycle coming up, maybe he can get well-known and be somebody for the future of the, of the party. Uh, I really am, am hoping that uh, – I don't know what I'm hoping. I, I'm just hoping that there's no way that – the former president. One of the interesting things, they did a thing that that, uh, said when they did some different kinds of questioning about it, uh, among Republicans, I guess, but I'm not sure who it was, that it was really close between Biden and Trump, unless Trump was convicted on that first trial that's coming up in March. And in which case, Biden ended up with a plus 9%.
1: That is interesting
0: however i also don't believe in in polls right now anyways
1: well i mean hillary was gonna win so based on polls she should have won based on everything she should have won but you know what i have found interesting and i'm hoping that there's a lot more of this is some of the people in my world that were big trump supporters are starting to look at nikki haley and calling her their candidate so i think there's a chance that she may have a resurgence here, especially, you know, as Pence dropped out, Tim Scott dropped out. I don't think that DeSantis has a chance.
0: It's very interesting. I don't know if you've seen the the latest polls from New Hampshire. Trump still has has 40, I think it's like 42%. On the other hand, Nikki Haley is up to 20 or 22, I think, or something. And the number one critic of, of Trump, Chris Christie is up to like 19 or 20%, which is that is, is coming in, coming coming in third. DeSantis is down 9 and the crazy man Reviswamy, or whatever it is 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 uh, 3%. He's
1: he's nuts.
0: Yeah, did you see where that he's thinking that if he gets an office that everybody whose uh, social security number ends in the ends in, in an odd number would be fired? To reduce the, the, that, that's the fairest way of doing it.
1: We would be (laughs) fired, fired from what?
0: From the federal government.
1: That's not smart.
0: That's yeah. But I don't think he, he, I think he'll be out of this race pretty soon too. I don't know where he's getting, he's got his own money. I guess that's keeps him going.
1: But I mean, he's making stuff up like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Alternative facts and all that aside, like you you, you can't make that level of stuff up.
0: No. It's, it's, it's just trying to get noticed. And it's not working. And the, the I'll be honest, I'm not a great fan of Nikki Haley, but of that bunch, I don't think that, that Chris Christie could get it. I could be, live with Chris Christie. He's a normal Republican. Nikki Haley has shown herself to be a relatively normal Republican. Uh, and I don't agree with every policy she has and all that kind of stuff, but that is a person I could live with being, being elected president. And you know, she she'd be the first woman. Unfortunately, I wish she was a Democrat, but if she was the first woman, it would not be as bad as so many other ones out there. So yeah. we, we shall see what happens on there. And who knows between now and even the, the next trial, with like you said, Trump's health issues, with with all that stuff, um, he may not be, he may not survive. He, he yes. may, he, when he goes nuts on these these court things, he's, he's liable to have a heart attack or a stroke, and he's out of it. He, and then, then what happens?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he they probably would still want him, like he's you know decrepit and broken, but they'd be like, Trump's our guy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting to, to go through that. But, you know, the things that he said uh, totally scares me. And the, the problem of it is the MAGA would not matter. The MAGA voters would not matter if the Republican leadership in Congress, the Hollies in the Senate and, and certainly the, the McCarthys and all these people in the House if they would have said Trump lost, Biden won fair and square, then Trump wouldn't stand a prayer now. Yeah. But they, but they kowtowed to them because, because they felt that that was the answer in the Republican Party. But the Republican, even even many, many of the MAGA are getting sick of it and would, would rather have somebody else beyond Trump. So we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. I'm not sure how it's going to play out in the, this election. An election is, is coming up and, and who knows. I'm anxious to get this uh, first trial going. And it's going to be interesting because it, it, since he's a criminal defendant in that, he has to be there for the entire trial. He has to be, be in person, person at that trial for, I mean, for his own defense as part of it, but he has to be there. He can't cam- campaign when he's sitting in the courtroom. No. And I agree with, with Jack Smith that this should not be televised. He, not, he gets a, he's gotten enough from his antics in the in the uh, state court after he's been on the stand and the other people have been on the stand. So it really I don't want him to have the opportunity to to, to trade and make a federal case into a circus. Yeah. He he wants that because that's what his people want. They like they like this thing because he's a reality. He was a reality star, an they idiot think, as far as I'm concerned.
1: They think that he's tough, but they don't understand that all that bluster and just that confrontational energy comes from being insecure.
0: That's right. He's he's still in his mind. He's still that little boy being picked on, picked on by his father, picked on by other people, and and that's what we're saying. So let let's let's skip over. Uh, overseas now and look at what's going on in the Middle East. This incursion into Gaza and how it's turned out, when they talk about now almost 5,000 children being killed in this incursion, um, the hospitals being damaged, that ambulance being damaged, all these kinds of things. I mean, it took them a long time to find that there was a tunnel beneath the beneath that hospital. Thankfully, there was. I mean, they gave them a little bit of stuff and they were able to prove there was one. They showed how they got into it and stuff. Uh, finding bodies of hostages is, is, is also kind of a justification for it. But I keep thinking, you know, we're talking not only the four to 5,000 children that are dead, we're talking about probably... Thousand or more children who have lost their parents, or at least a parent, from this. I mean, is this the way to bring peace?
1: No, but that's not that's the difference. Is are you looking for revenge or are you looking for peace? I mean, I I understand. I don't think I. It's hard because, like, this is probably one of the, the, the least black and white things in our time. You, you can be pro-Israel and not agree with what they do. It doesn't make you anti-Semitic if you're, you're, you find it problematic, the way that this is going down.
0: Well, I look at Netanyahu. Like and I think I've talked about this before on, on one of these casts that is is much like Rudy Giuliani. New Yorkers, I think maybe even our last one we've even talked about New Yorkers got to hate Giuliani for the the, the things that was going on as, as mayor in New York. They were glad to see him gone. He was going to be out of office in a matter of of, of weeks, really. And suddenly, nine eleven happens, and he becomes the nation's mayor yeah and then the telling you the same thing I mean here's a man that that had the protest in the street because of his is wanting to have that power even though he was under an indictment for corruption
1: but I mean like, you know the,
0: the, go ahead
1: the enemy of my enemy is my friend
0: yeah and, and and then what happens it gets attacked and all of a sudden now uh you know the the the, the uh, opposition to him is, is collapsed. I mean, and you know, Biden is, is walking a very, very t- uh, thin tightrope on this. Very thin, and I, I don't envy that position. I don't. Wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be president. I don't know why an eighty-year-old wants to be president to begin with. I don't know why a seventy-six-year-old wanted to be president, or seventy-seven-year-old in the case of Trump wants to be president. Anyways, it is a thankless job in this world today. It is. There, there's too much going on. Too many. Balls in the air. I mean, he had to deal with Z recently, and that was an improvement. And the, he actually got more out of it than people expected. He has to deal with Netanyahu. He has to do with Zelensky. He has to deal with Putin. He has to do, deal with with uh, Kim Jong Un. He has to deal with all of these people, and he has to deal with the new Speaker of the House. And he has to deal with do deal with the uh, Republican other Republicans in the House. He has to deal with the Senate. He has to and, and all this stuff. He has to be no sane person i wouldn't know how to do it certainly at my age and, and i'm close close to his age i wouldn't want to do it and yet yet they, yet they do what why would you want to be president in this country now it's crazy it, crazy time I so, think it's know, he, about, he, it's about
1: power it's about attention it's about i mean i think we could say without any doubt that every single person that stays in office for decades is a narcissist Hmm. They want also, that recognition they want the the benefits that it comes with
0: and they want the, they want the money they make from their books and and speaking things and everything too it, it is, it's fascinating to see what these people come to as far as their finances when they come into office and if they stay like the 10, 12, 15, 20 years some of them stay or more how much, how many of them become millionaires as time goes on you know
1: and what also I'm starting to notice is the number that get into government because their father was in government. Mm-hmm. That's that's I don't know I don't I'm unclear why I didn't notice that sooner in life. But I like I read that Matt Matt Gates' father was a politician. And like mm-hmm. you you come into this privileged of knowing how this works, knowing how elections work, having that parent to guide you through this.
0: Interesting. What we're seeing, though, is we're seeing corruption. When we get, go back, uh, back to the United States for a minute and seeing what, seeing uh, George Santos. That that guy is just. you talk about creepy people there. That that guy is creepy. The things he said and done, and, and denying all that stuff. Oh, I didn't do this. I'm not corrupt. Blah, blah, blah. They got all the proof in the world on it.
1: And then he said, "It's a smear." It's not yeah. a smear if you did it. Yeah, like it's the reality. It's the reality. Yeah, and you just because you say you didn't do it doesn't mean that you didn't do it. It's
0: yeah, it it, it 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 is it is a crazy crazy time, and we just have to get through this. We have to have to support Ukraine. We have to support Israel to some extent. We have to Biden said the truth the matter, and that's been for years. And everybody needs to get to that that point, is that the only way there's going to be peace in the Middle East is for uh, a a truly independent Palestine. I know that's not biblical. I know that that there's a lot that goes along with that fact. But I think that you've really, if we truly want peace there, I mean, you know, the the interesting things... um, if you want to go from the period of the last thousand years or so, in that part of the Middle East, you had Arab and Jews living together in relatively peace, relative peace. And then all of a sudden, all this happens, and the people have been living there. All of a sudden, they're moved out of there or, or have to suffer under a totally different system. It's crazy. So you can understand the resentment that has built up in there. Right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, Hamas shouldn't be doing that. Hezbollah shouldn't be doing that. That's Iran trying to get itself involved. And, and uh, they believe that the Jewish state should end and, and all that. But it, the reality is that's not going to happen either. If the Jewish state gets to the end, there's going to be the end to most of those countries in the Middle East because Israel has far too many atomic uh, nuclear weapons. <laughs> On that fun note, uh, any last words?
1: no it's
0: been intense it, it has been intense and that's why next week we're going to have a different kind of podcast as we look at thanksgiving and what it means to us uh actually before we we got in this podcast we talked a little bit about thanksgiving and how the, and the first thanksgiving and how that is a, a very fictional representation of it yet we sold kids on that for generations, making little hats and and headdresses and everything, and, and talking about about that coming together. Uh, but we're going to talk about what it means today, and its and its importance. And thanks for watching and listening. God bless you. God bless our great nation and its legitimate leaders, and give us as much peace as possible. Thank you for listening.